will step up the Communist Party's leadership of its $61 trillion finance industry and strengthen efforts to reduce local debt risks, state media reported. Citing a key twice-a-decade financial policy meeting that was held October 30-31, China will uphold the centralized and unified leadership of the Communist Party on financial work. The Central Financial Work Conference held in Beijing was quoted as saying, the gathering, attended by Chinese President Xi Jinping and Premier Li Chang, said China would set up a mechanism for resolving local debt risks and managing local government debt. It will also help with reasonable financing demands for all types of property enterprises and pursue policies that aim to meet housing demand, the conference was quoted as saying. China will persist in taking risk prevention and control as the eternal theme of financial work, it was quoted as saying. We should be aware that all kinds of contradictions and problems in the financial field are intertwined and influence each other, some of which are still very prominent. And there are still many hidden, economic and financial risks. Chinese leaders are trying to revive the economy and fend off potential financial risks from a property slump in 92 trillion yuan, 12.6 trillion dollars, in local government debt, including debt of local government financing vehicles. The property sector slowdown and the LGFV debt problem lead to rising risks in the financial system, said Wei Zhang, chief economist at Pinpoint Asset Management. The government will likely tighten financial regulation in the next five years to prevent systemic crisis. First held in 1997, the meeting, previously known as the National Finance Work Conference, is closely watched for its impact on the development of China's financial system, setting the direction for major reforms over the next five years. The conference, usually held once every five years, did not take place in 2022. The last one was in 2017. In March, China unveiled a sweeping shakeup of its financial regulatory regime, including a plan to set up the Central Financial Commission to tighten the party's grip on the financial sector. China will improve the mechanism of the party's leadership in financial work, with the Central Financial Commission playing its role, the conference was quoted as saying. China will also guard against systemic risks and put all kinds of financial activities under supervision, it said. It will maintain a prudent monetary policy, enrich its monetary policy toolkit, allocate more financial resources to promote technological innovation, advanced manufacturing, green development and small firms, and keep the yuan exchange rate at a reasonable and balanced level. Additionally, China will strengthen its capital market hubs, develop diversified equity financing and improve the quality of listed companies, it said. King Charles honors African veterans, highlights role of city green spaces on the second day of his state visit to Kenya. Britain's King Charles honored Africans who served with British forces during the two world wars before he headed to an urban forest to help highlight the crucial role of green spaces in cities. Charles and Queen Camilla honored World War II veterans Wednesday at the Commonwealth War Graves Commission Cemetery in Carioker. Daniel Achini, the commission's regional manager for East Africa, called the cemetery, very important to us. The king is here, first and foremost to honor the sacrifices of the Africans who served with the British forces during World War I and II, Achini said. And he's here to support the non-commemorated project of the War Graves Commission where we are trying to look for records of Africans who served during World War I and commemorate them adequately. A few veterans were present, including two said to be 104 and 117 years old, Achini told VOA. The veterans present, served in World War II in various capacities, and lost their medals in one way or another. 
So the king will be replacing those metals today, he said. Next was a stop at Karora Forest, an urban forest in the heart of Nairobi, to highlight the crucial role of green spaces in cities. Charles was joined by the famous Kenyan marathon runner Eliud Kipchoge. Together, they flagged off a 15K Run for Nature event. A few minutes before Charles's arrival, Kipchoge said, It's really important for the king to be here. If you want to perform well, you need to run in a clean environment and breathe clean air. This is our only home. We don't have another home to conserve. We need to take care of it. The only way to take care of it is to involve ourselves as sportsmen and sportswomen. To honor the legacy of late Nobel Peace Prize winner Wangari Mathai, who ran a campaign to save Karora Forest. Charles, escorted by Mathai's daughter, Wanjira, and local children who support environmental causes, took a walk to a tree planting site. There, Charles planted an Elgin teak with environmental campaigner Karen Kamani, 10, a fifth grader. I felt a little nervous, but it all went well, Kamani said afterward. I am very happy, and it has been my wish, and I can't believe it happened. Kamani, who has already planted more than 10,000 trees, said she was chosen to lend a hand to the king after writing a letter to Buckingham Palace. My mom got an email that it had been accepted and that I was going to plant a tree with the king. 